0: This is the Visit the Zoo podcast episode number 23. Today we hear about the Malayan tiger. We try to guess three mystery animal sounds and a lot more. And hello and welcome everybody again to another episode of Visit the Zoo. This is episode number 23 and my name is Frederick Fishman and I am your host for this Visit the Zoo podcast. I'm also the author of the 120 Animal 12 book series, Visit the Zoo, that you can find in ebooks and print books, audiobooks, and I've also produced a DVD, Volume 1. Of the DVD series. If you want to learn more about all things Visit the Zoo, we have three websites that you can go to. The first is our main website, which is at zooanimals.com. That's zooanimals.com. And my author website is at FrederickFishman.com, and that's spelled F I C H M A N FrederickFishman.com. And if you want to help support everything that we do here at Visit the Zoo, you can go to our Patreon page, which is at Patreon, and it's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Visit the Zoo. That's Patreon dot com Visit the Zoo. Okay, let's get started. Normally, in this slot, we do three news stories, and we're going to do four news stories this time, but it's going to be different because we're going to be doing this from newsreels that were made in the 1960s, mostly in the 1950s, though. The newsreels would be shown in the movie theaters before the main feature Attraction. They would usually show a cartoon, then they'd have coming attractions, and then they'd also do a newsreel. So this is before CNN and MSN and Fox and all the other news outlets and even before television. So this is the way that people got to see what was going on in the world. So they would have these little news clips and they'd have uh, feature stories from animals. Now you're going to have to bear with the with the music and kind of silly scripts that were written with these things but it's just an indication of how you got your news or got to see feature stories and see pictures and sound together on newsreels. So let's start with the first one and this is from England and again this is probably about 1958. <laughs>
1: proudly present the Tall Tale of the Week. Maggie, a starboarder at the Whipsnade Zoo, is the proudest giraffe in all of England as she poses with her three-week-old offspring. Maggie's ancestors came from Kenya, but now they live and raise families quite happily in Britain. Mother and baby are going to prove to be one of the top attractions at the zoo this summer. We're willing to stick our neck out on that.
0: By the way, if you listen to the music, sometimes it repeats from newsreel clip to newsreel clip. So that's they didn't do too much in the way of creative production on this. That's for sure. Okay, this is this next one is about the okapi at the Rotterdam Zoo in Holland. The okapi is a relative of the giraffe. It doesn't look like the giraffe. It, Looks more like an an elk. Got striped legs, and it's kind of strange-looking, and it's highly endangered then and now. So let's listen to this newsreel.
1: In the Rotterdam Zoo, Mr. and Mrs. Okapi are spending a leisurely summer. The Okapis are related to the giraffe, but this one looks down on his distant relatives, despite the fact they are rare creatures and seldom survive in captivity. Extra leaves don't mean company for dinner. Extra leaves, in this case, mean a feast for the strange beasts from the Belgian Congo. Mr. Okapi says he can lick anybody in the place. Whatever he's saying, that tongue is a great substitute for a boarding house reach. To these kids, it's just one big Okapi
0: family. This next one, his third one, he is about Chi-Chi, he was a panda, who was taken to the Frankfurt Zoo. Again, this is probably in the 19. 19-
1: Meet Shishi, the giant panda, currently residing at the Frankfurt Zoo. Chicago's Brookfield Zoo wants to buy him for $50,000, but the State department won't okay the deal since Shishi's from Red China originally. Not that he cares about politics, he just enjoys a nice tub. Want your picture taken, Shishi? Uh-uh, not while he's in the tub. Come on, any privacy? For you too.
0: Finally, here is our fourth newsreel clip about a porpoise at Marineland in Florida.
2: Men, including a species of men known as fishermen, are mammals just like the porpoise. But the comparison ends right there. Porpoises, to all intents and purposes, don't play the numbers, as to say, they don't like games of any kind. All they want to do is get into the water and stay there. If they only knew it, they're better off right here in the huge aquarium at Marineland, Florida. Life for Mr. Paul's resumes the easy tenor of those pre-war days before the war brought a shortage of tourists and the gasoline necessary to get them here. Mr. Turtle is back too, but he's only been back for a few minutes, and there are a lot of things he can't understand. The diver has one thing in mind. The turtle? Well, what little mind he's got is concerned with one thing. Getting the, uh... Well, he'll have none of it. Life in the old briny was never like this, no sir. Here it's curb service and every day is Friday.
0: There you got an idea of what it sounded like to sit in a theater in the 1950s and the early 1960s. And that's our Zoo News for today. And then we're going to go on to our animal sounds. I'm not going to tell you, of course, as I introduce them to you, what animals these are. But let's see if you can guess, and later on in the episode, I'll let you know. And here is our first animal sound. Alright, that's not too difficult. I think you can probably get that. Uh, But here is our second animal sound now. And now here is our third animal sound. And this one is probably easy, and you probably should get it pretty quickly. Well, maybe not. There's not enough of it there, so I'm going to play it again. Okay? Yeah, that's a little more difficult than I thought. Those are our three animal sounds for today. And later on, I will let you know what you just listened to. And this is our full animal description segment that we play every single week. And this is read by Shannon Zamora, who is an actress in Houston, Texas. And thank you very much, Shannon, for recording this. And this is about the Malayan tiger.
3: Malayan tiger. These animals are one of the most magnificent creatures in all of nature. They are the top reason why people like you visit the zoo. They are large, strong, steel-willed cats with a penetrating stare that will turn any other animal's blood cold with fear. This species of tiger lives in the southern and central jungles of the Malay Peninsula in South Asia. The Malayan tiger conservation group, headquartered in Malaysia, estimates there are 3,200 of these tigers still alive on the planet. As little as 100 years ago, there were over 100,000, so they are considered endangered. The smallest of all tigers, the Sumatran tiger, is about 8 feet long and weighs 220 pounds. The largest tiger is the Siberian tiger, at about 10 feet long and weighing over 400 pounds. The Malayan tiger you see in the photo above is closer in dimension to the Sumatran tiger, but a bit longer and heavier. They seldom live far from water. As a matter of fact, they love the water. They use it to cool off and as a point of departure to leap onto their prey. Unlike most other cats, including the small ones in your home, these tigers do appreciate the water world. They hunt with the excellent tools nature has given them. They have large paws with sharp and powerful claws. They have large teeth and a very strong bite strength. When they hunt, they are patient, moving slowly and carefully. They kill for food about twice per week. They fill up with their first meal and bury the rest for later. Their main prey is wild boar, deer, pigs, and occasionally livestock. That puts them at odds with farmers. The farmers and poachers mostly go after tigers for that reason, but they are also hunted for their meat and the supposedly curative powers of their bones, which has not been proven. They communicate with roars, grunts, chuffles, and hisses. They produce about seven cubs every two years. Usually only two survive to adulthood. A combination of disease, poaching, and starvation takes down many of their young. These tigers are generally solitary, keeping together with other tigers only to mate or take care of young. They live about 15 to 20 years in the wild and about 26 years in zoos. Throughout the world, tigers are a favorite attraction because of their strength and beauty. They combine stealth with the wisdom that evolution has brought them. But only the strong survive. Hopefully, they will be around for many generations to come.
0: And that's a little bit about the Malayan tiger. Now let's go back to our animal sounds, and let me see if you guessed what animals these were. First, Our first sound, let's see if you guessed what this animal is. these little guys are popular as pets and they like to climb trees they also they also like to be near water as well and that sound you probably have heard it and not known what it is or tried to guess what it is and it is the common gray tree frog it is a new world frog it's found in lot of backyards across north america and it's concentrated mainly though in central and the southeast united states they're medium-sized they're about 2.5 inches long and their bodies are gray so that's why they're called the gray tree frog the males by the way are slightly smaller than the females the coloration changes with lighting and temperatures because they are small and easily frightened they do not like to be touched or handled They like floating on vegetation. They like to live near grasses and cattails. They can be found in small ponds or large lakes marshes and streams. They're nocturnal, which means they're active at night, and their males are the ones that call out frequently, especially after being misted in a pet tank. I guess they like it. They eat flies and mosquitoes, crickets, and small insects, so they are our friends, aren't they? Here is our next animal. See if you can guess what noise this one is making. That is the sound of the bald eagle, and it is the national bird and animal of the United States. Its image is everywhere and on everything, and is constantly associated with the United States, like the pandas associated with China and the bear with Russia. The range of the bald eagle is across Canada, Alaska, all of the U.S., and even into northern Mexico. They really don't have a bald head. The head of a bald eagle is covered with white feathers, and the rest of the body is covered with dark brown feathers. So... They look like they're bald, but they're not. They build the largest nest of any North American bird. It's usually about 13 feet deep and 8 feet wide. The females, by the way, are 25% larger than the males. Their beak, feet, and their irises in their eyes are yellow. They're about 28 to 40 inches long. They have a wingspan of up to 7 feet, and they weigh 9 to 13 pounds. They're powerful flyers. They can soar and dive 35 to 43 miles per hour. They like to swoop down to the water level to catch fish. And their habitat is mostly by water. But they require old-growth mature tree stands, mostly hardwoods, so they can build their nests. All right, here is our third animal sound now. Short and sweet, huh? Let me do it again because it's impossible to tell what it is with that short of a clip. Did you guess it? Well. That's the harbor seal. The harbor seal is also known as the common seal. It's what you see congregating around piers and docks all across the northern hemisphere near the ocean. They are located in North America, but they're also scattered along the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean coastlines, the Baltic, and also the North Sea. They are silver or tan, gray or white, six feet long. On average, 290 pounds on average. And the blubber that they have beneath their skin helps to maintain their body heat. Their global population is about 350 to 500,000 worldwide. And although they are not considered threatened, certain species within this group are. And so there you have it. Those are our three mystery animal sounds today. Okay, now we come to the part of the episode where I either read a poem or I give you some quotes about animals. And I think I'm going to read another poem. This is an interesting one that was published on the website familyfriendlypoems.com. And this was published in 2009 by just a single name Alexander. And the name of this, in the name of this poem is called The Bee. The flapping of its wings similar to a fly but when listening carefully, you can hear the droning reply. Once heard, you immediately know its purpose. Yellow flowers, black flowers, collecting pollen to surplus. Buzzing flower to flower, flying aimlessly through the sky. People may be reluctant to admit there's more than meets the eye. It holds the pollen close to its chest, like a baby. It's pride, passion, life. Even more, maybe. Though there comes a time when life must end. Sting, buzzing, silence. But before this, it must go through what we cannot comprehend. Organs torn, it carries on. Flower to flower. Weaker and weaker. Dead before long the yellow for pollen and honey, the black for sting and bulbous eyes. These are the colors that represent the bees' stripe lines of life and death. Well, that is all for today's episode, this week's episode of Visit the Zoo, episode number 23. And it wraps up everything on my schedule here. And I want to thank you very much for joining me. And I hope that you come back again next week where we will have some more animal news. And we'll have some more mystery animal sounds and animal description and maybe a few more surprises. Don't forget to subscribe. Rate and review this podcast, especially on iTunes. It would really help out and it would be appreciated. We are also on nine other distribution channels in 17 countries. So we've got a growing audience and I want to thank all of you for joining us. Please also, if you have the opportunity, visit our websites as well. Our main website for the Visit the Zoo podcast is at zooanimals, plural. That's zoo animals.info and then my main author website is at frederickfishman spelled f-i-c-h-m-a-n frederickfishman.com and if you want to help support everything that we do here at visit the zoo you can go to our site on patreon which is patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash visit the zoo that's patreon.com slash visit the zoo Again, thank you very much for joining me. I hope that you enjoyed yourself. I know I love to do these podcasts and hope you join me again next week. Bye-bye.